All names, characters, events, and times are strictly coincidental and completely dreamed up by our subconscious. Dreams can be influenced by personal experiences and the media. However, the events in our dreams are completely ours. Some dreams may be upsetting or disturbing to some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Thanks for joining us, and remember, it's just a dream. Welcome back to It's Just a Dream, the podcast where we share our dreams and sometimes even analyze yours. I am Hawa, and thank you so much for joining me tonight as I tell you another one of my crazy dreams. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys are well and thriving. Gonna be honest, I'm not really thriving, not really well, but life goes on, so I shall as well. My birthday. My B-Day is actually coming up. I'm excited. Me and my sister were talking about what we're going to do for our B-Day. I think we might hang out with some friends the day before. My birthday is January 31st. So it's going to be my big 21. 21. I'm going to be allowed to drink. I don't drink, so it's going to be like any other day. But um, the day before, the 30th, we're planning to hang out and do something together. And then the 31st on my birthday, I have one friend coming over. And we are going to do what we always do, (laughs) which is we're going to re-binge our comfort show, which is Diary of a Future President. I know, okay, I know it's a kid show, but sometimes kid shows are really good. I have a lot of kid shows that I like. My favorite kid show in the entire world is Lab Rats. It is the best Disney Channel XD show there is, and I will literally fight anyone who disagrees with me. (laughs) That show has everything you need in a show, okay? I freaking love that show. It is amazing. I could talk about this for hours. I could literally talk your ears out. I could literally talk your ears off about why this show is amazing it is so so good I love this show so much but yeah she my friend Allie my BFF she's going to come over on the 31st and we're probably gonna re-binge that show and then eat some Taco Bell and then I want to make a cake I want to make a cake I want to be that girl (laughs) specifically I want to be I want to be that girl that bakes, you know, because I already have that art ho aesthetic. If you don't know what art ho is, I don't know how to explain it to you. You just have to look it up. But I have that art ho aesthetic, 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 however you say it. I have that art ho aesthetic and I feel like art hoes bake. I feel like an art ho is like good at baking and makes like really cute baking stuff. Also, I think it's just cottagecore. 
that's also really good at baking and I kind of want to live my best cottage core life so I want to bake my own cake and if I ruin it I'm going to cry <laughs> I will probably cry on my birthday I mean did you really have a birthday if you didn't cry or am I the only one who like cries on their birthday every year I might be the only one who cries on my birthday not even because like I'm like so emotional because another year has passed and I'm getting closer to my death or how beautiful it is. It's literally because like I think the last good birthday I had where I didn't cry was when I went to Chuck E. Cheese. I think that was like my eighth <laughs> eighth birthday with my sister and we went to Chuck E. Cheese and we got a Hannah Montana cake because I was super into Hannah Montana and it was awesome and I think that was the last birthday I didn't cry and then I cried every other birthday yeah oh well this is awkward now so let's go back to what we were doing in today's episode this is a twofer. This is a twofer episode because the original dream I wanted to do, I don't think it's long enough for a full episode, so I decided to mash it up with another dream that might be too long for an episode. I don't know. I like to live my life on the edge, and so we'll see if this is a normal hour-long episode or a two-hour-long episode. We'll see. Both of these dreams have to do with family. The first dream is really recent. I actually had it two, three nights ago. So it's really, really recent. And the second dream is a recurring dream that I've had for a while. And I had to cut some stuff out because y'all don't need to know that. But um, it's a dream I've had for a while and... When I first had it, the faces were blank, but as I kept having it, like, people filled in, and so now there's, like, I know who's in the dream, so it's pretty interesting. It's one of those dreams that I've talked about. Um, Sidetrack, I actually was telling Jay about this the other day because I was talking about dreams I've had that had that same concept, and I actually had this reoccurring dream when I was little where stray kids were in it if you know stray kids um who's your favorite member let me know um I don't necessarily stand them I just listen to all their music (laughs) but stray kids was in it and like the entire like the original uh eight of them I think it's eight of them I might be wrong but like the original OG bunch before one of the members left and the dream was basically just about me being framed for killing my parents. And I was like, I'm going to find the real killer and like get justice. And Stray Kids as a whole group were like hunting me down. They were like bounty hunters. And I remember Christopher was the like leader of the group, right? And he had orange hair. I remember that very, very clearly. Only problem is I had this dream since I was eight years old. I've always had this dream, recurring dream, since I was eight years old. And Stray Kids didn't become a group 
they didn't become a group till um they like debuted i think 20 2018 2019 that's when they debuted so i think i just predicted stray kids question mark yo that's crazy i i remember it so like that might be a bonus episode that i'll do but yeah enough of me rambling let's just get right into it this first dream is called our final moments and i like i said i had it a couple of nights ago and it was a very bittersweet dream that kind of has to do with one of my like biggest fears that it is inevitable that's going to happen um i am a family person very family oriented i have a really really big family and this dream has to do with my family i know why i had this dream i've been really like i've been really missing my family i live i i mentioned before i live with my mom right now and my sister sometimes comes over from time to time but the rest of my family is like scattered all around the world most of them live in gambia west africa and i just really want to go back i just really want to go back home and be with them but you know because of covid and pandemic i can't and i've been taking it recently i've been taking it really really hard (laughs) i've been like really just like just thinking about the last time i went to gambia was seven years ago seven years ago i went to there so Oh my god, it was seven years ago. <laughs> that just hit me. <laughs> it was it was a while ago, and I just uh, yeah, just want to go back. Fuck, but yeah. So this dream starts with me and my entire family on a cruise, and this cruise ship we actually own the cruise ship. It's our cruise ship called the Sinecunda Atlantica. The reason why it's called that is because there is a specific memory. When I was in Gambia, we went to Senecunda because that's where my stepsister lives. And we went there to celebrate Eid. It is a Muslim holiday after Ramadan. There's like a giant day where you celebrate fasting for the whole month. And you pray together as a family. You give money donations. You eat together. It's, it's a very special special day and i got to spend it with them and we had my favorite dish in the whole world cow feet yes it sounds gross i know it's delicious though don't knock don't yuck my yum (laughs) don't yuck my yum uh and at night we got to see the stars and like the stars were just like this the the night sky was so bright and so beautiful that it I miss it. <laughs> I really miss it. But anyways, that's why it's called the Senecunda Atlantica. And it's this giant, humongous cruise ship that my family owns. And it is known as the biggest cruise ship in the whole wide world. It has um, it has an amusement park, like a giant amusement park on it. It has a giant uh water park on it with the world's biggest water slide the world's 
biggest roller coaster. It has like three hotels, three restaurants, apartments, houses, like just like fucking ridiculous. It's humongous. And it travels from, it starts like the route that it does is it starts in West Africa in the Gambia and then it goes everywhere (laughs) just everywhere all around the world uh and then it ends in North America right in like California and so it kind of just goes kind of clockwise I guess just like around the globe and so we all on this particular day there are no other people on the cruise on the cruise ship it's just the family it's just me and the family who all work there and so on this particular day I wake up in my apartment (laughs) the apartment I'm living in right now is on the cruise ship that's how fucking big this cruise ship is but I wake up in my apartment in my room and I just kind of go through my normal morning routine right so Oh, I also have to mention, like, it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but my family is humongous. My dad is a polygamist. Uh, It's very common in African countries. So he has three wives. And then those three wives have a bunch of kids. And so there's a lot of children. um, And there's a lot of, like, elderly in the family. Like, the youngest person within our family is, I think... My brother's wife recently had a kid, so like a literal infant. And then the oldest person in our family is somebody's uncle. I don't know. My mom told me that somebody's uncle made it to like 120. That could have, she could have just been like uh, pulling my leg, but she said he made it to 120 and then passed away. And so like that's that's the range we're talking about, like literal infants to like 120 year olds on this cruise but yeah I wake up in my apartment and I kind of just go through my normal daily routine right like I wake up I go to the bathroom I brush my teeth I go make myself some tea uh make myself some brekkie I'm about to go take a shower and then there's a knock on the door and it's my sister Adama and so she kind (laughs) of she kind of just barges into my apartment and I'm like okay hi how are you? And she's like, I don't know. I'm here to watch Sweet Home because right now me and my sister are binging Sweet Home on Netflix. Really good. The first episode was. But we she like barges into my apartment. And she's like, well, I want to watch Sweet Home right now. And I'm like, well, I need to take a shower right now so you can sit on the couch and wait. And she's like, oh, fine. And so she goes. And she sits on the couch and she waits and I go to like drink my tea, eat my breakfast because just because she's there doesn't mean I'm going to like stray from my morning routine. No, but (laughs) I do my morning routine. I go take a shower. I get dressed. I do my skincare and then I go over to my sister and I start talking to her and all of a sudden while we're talking, I notice this crack on the wall near my bedroom door and it's just this giant crack and I like peer through the crack and I see like I can see my bedroom through the crack and so I go to my sister and I said hey did you notice this crack on the wall and she was like 
no and she gets up to look at it and she's like yo like that's kind of crazy I, I i was just here yesterday there was no crack in the wall and i was like yeah there was no i don't know why there's just just giant crack in the wall like it just it goes from like the top of the ceiling down to the ground and we're both just staring at it like damn that's crazy like dad is not gonna be happy about this like <laughs> he's already has enough on his plate and as we're talking all of a sudden the apartment building starts to shake like violently as if there's like an earthquake and so I like grab my sister and we run under the table and we kind of just hide the hiding on the table and waiting for the shaking to stop and (laughs) I'm trying really hard not to get emotional because I'm very sensitive about my sister even though she likes to act like she doesn't like me Amma I know you're listening but the worst dreams I've ever had like the worst dreams I've ever ever had in my life that I'm probably never going to share on the podcast you guys are never going to hear it are when my sister is in danger (laughs) like literally when she's in I've had dreams where she's in danger where she goes missing where she even like dies those by far are the scariest dreams I have ever had no sleep paralysis, no no weird creepy dreams will ever ever compare to those dreams because you know having a sibling not even having a sibling having a twin because she's my twin sister twins are very common in my family uh the brother I talked about who just recently had a kid he had twins and he named them after me and my sister they're twin girls but having a twin is very different than having a sibling which y'all can fight me on this but to me it's very different because this person is literally a part of you like you guys were once one egg and then you split into two and they're just a part of you and like my biggest fear in the world is like losing my sister and it's going to happen like one of us is going to die or like that's just how life is but just like the idea of thinking about it upsets me so much like I don't want anything to happen to her and maybe it's because I'm like the oldest I'm like older by like an hour that's a long story for another day but maybe it's just because I'm the oldest and so I'm just like that's like the protective gene in me But, like, just the idea of harm coming to her or to any of my family, oh, it, like, makes me so emotional. But, yeah. So, we're under the table and we're just waiting for it to stop. And after it does, I crawl out first and I look around and she crawls out second and she's like, what the hell? What the hell just happened? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's let's go to the cockpit. So, we run um we run to the cockpit and I like go up to my dad and I'm like daddy there was there was shaking what's what's going on daddy that's how I talk to my dad (laughs) in a British accent papa papa what happened so I'm like daddy what happened there was shaking there was shaking and he was like oh it's nothing you know like the ocean can be very unstable like some days she wants to be calm some days she wants to have an attitude that's just how the ocean is right and I'm like are you sure because like I've never felt something like this before like it was shaking so violently and he's like it's fine Howard. don't worry about it 
And so I'm like, okay. And all of a sudden, my dad has like a natural smile. Like he he just naturally smiles. But in this moment, he's looking out through like the window of the cockpit and his smile drops. And he looks at me and he goes, call your mother. I need you to call your mother right now. And I'm like, what? What's going on? He goes, call your mother now. And I'm like, okay, you're scaring me, but okay. So I get my mother and tell her to come to the cockpit. And I call a couple of my brothers as well. And so they all come to the cockpit and they're like talking to each other. And at first they're talking in fulla. That's the language that we speak. And I can understand Fula. Like, I'm not the best at communicating it. I'm not going to lie. I've been a little bit rusty. I got to work on it. But I can understand it perfectly. But then my dad switches all of a sudden to Mandinka. I can't speak Mandinka. So he switches to that language. And my stomach just drops. Because I'm like, oh, this must be really bad if, if he, like, switches the language. And so I'm I'm sitting, I'm like watching him, me and my sister are watching them, just like waiting. And my dad turns towards me and he's like, you need to get everybody off the ship right now. You need to get everyone to the deck of the boat, the like front deck of the boat and get them on the lifeboats right now as soon as possible. And we got these bougie lifeboats because obviously we got the biggest cruise ship in the world. So we got bougie lifeboats. So they have like motors and everything. So they, they're they pretty cool. But he's like, you need to get everybody on those lifeboats as soon as possible. And I'm like, why? Why? What's going on? And he's like, just do it. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it until you tell me because you're stressing me out. And I don't want to do something if I don't know why. Because they're going to ask me why. And like, I need to know. And so he points at the horizon and there's this wave forming, this like little wave forming. And he goes, that's why. And I go, that little ass wave? Dad, daddy, what? No, (laughs) we're fine. He goes, no, it looks little right now. But by the time it gets here, it's going to be 15 feet tall. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going to be a problem. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, so we need to evac everyone off the ship now. And so we all go and we start to evacuate the people off the ship. Like I said, it's a big ass fucking cruise, cruise ship with a lot of people on it. So... Basically, me and my seven brothers, (laughs) me and my seven brothers, we and my sister, we go around and we start telling everyone that they need to go to the front deck and start getting on the ship. And depending on the age group, we don't tell them like if they're little kids, we're like, you need to go there now. There's going to be something there for you. There's going to be candy or just just go there, right? Because we don't want to freak them out because they're little kids. And the older they are, we'd be like, hey, yo, look, there's a fucking wave coming. Y- you need to get off the ship. So we start doing that. As we are doing that, the wave seems to be forming faster and faster. 
and halfway like and what makes it really scary is you know like when there's like high waves like uh hard crashing waves and you're in the middle of the sea sometimes it's not the sun isn't out right the sun it's like dark and like stormy but in the stream the waves were this bright like blue ass water (laughs) cody co blue ass water type blue and it was a bright and sunny day and that was way more eerie than it being like a stormy night you know of when this is happening but halfway through like evacuating going through everywhere and evacuating i look back towards the horizon and the wave is like halfway here and it's already past 15 feet like it's humongous it's already past 15 feet already so by the time it gets to our ship like this ship is going under like so we're like frantically trying to get everyone off the boat and there's a lot of elderly people on the ship and not all of them are very fast so we're trying to help them which is probably why i have such a soft spot for the elderly um even like my dad my dad is like 78 like he's pretty old and so i have like a very very soft spot for the elderly as is and the stream really like accentuated that like I had to help my my mom's sister like I was like I was just like helping her walk and get to the boat and so eventually I don't know how we did it but we got everyone at the lifeboats and we started loading everybody on the lifeboats right everyone was getting on the lifeboats elderly women and children first and then the men were getting on and I I was very determined. I was like, Dad, I'm staying with you until everyone gets on the boat. And he kept being like, no, you know, you need to get on the boat. You need to get on the boat. And I was like, I'm staying here with you until we get everyone off the boat. Don't worry. Like, stop worrying about me. I'll be fine. And so <laughs> I'm getting a little bit emotional. Damn. Um, We get everybody on the boat and we realize that despite this being a huge ass cruise ship and there being like literally like so many lifeboats we don't have enough and we we don't have enough room on the lifeboats and so one person has to stay on the ship there's not enough room one person has to stay on the ship and so it's literally me my mom my sister and my dad and everyone else is on the lifeboat and my dad's like okay one of us have to stay and my mom was like <laughs> my mom was like bitch you staying <laughs> and i was like mom and she goes you guys are not staying your children like you have your whole life ahead of you me and your father are going to stay on the boat and my dad was like you're not you're not staying with me my mona you're not staying i'm sorry you have to you need to get on that boat and it was so hard to watch because my mom was like bawling her eyes out and was like no like I'm not <laughs> I'm not getting on this boat you have to get on this boat with me and he's like I'm no I'm not there's not enough room like look I've lived a very long and fulfilled life you guys get on the boat and my sister was like I bet <laughs> like she did she was like crying but she was like uh, I can't I can't help with this situation <laughs> so she got on the boat 
and me and my mom were like no like you have to like there's there has to be some way like come on like let's not do some jack and rose shit like there has to be some way for you to get on this fucking boat and he's like there's no way like i have to stay and so my mom like hugs and like kisses him and gets on the boat and it's me and my dad and he's like howa you need to get on the boat and i i remember i was bawling my eyes out and i was like okay can i just have one last hug like just one last hug okay and he's like okay you can have one last hug and so i hug him so tightly and i look down and the lifeboat is right there right and so i look at my dad and i'm like i love you dad and i'm so sorry i have to do this and he's like how what do you and before he can finish this sentence with all my with all my might i just push him and he he falls onto the lifeboat and before any of them reacts i un i unhook the lifeboat and like cut off the rope and let it drop into the water and he's <laughs> he was screaming at me he was like howa what are you doing what are you doing and my mom was like no no and she was like trying to trying to like jump off the boat and was like trying to like just jump off the boat to get to me and I would I just looked at them <laughs> and I was like I can't I can't let you go I can't let you do this dad I'm really sorry I can't let you do this and <laughs> part of the reason why I did this but I was like I can't let you do this dad because you're like the backbone of this family like, you are literally the backbone of this family. You are what keeps it together. You can't sacrifice your life, okay? I can't let you do that. And, like, I just can't let you do that. I'm sorry. I know I'm your daughter. I know this is going to hurt, but, like, I kept thinking, like, well, my older brother just had children, and he just had uh, a daughter named Hawa, so it's fine, <laughs> That was my logic, which is so stupid. And he was just like, I've never seen I've never seen my dad cry. And in a stream I was I've I've only heard my dad cry. And that like broke me so much. The one time I heard my dad cry was because he found out our brother died and he was just sobbing hysterically. But he was just crying and my mom was trying to get off the boat and like my brothers were like holding her back. And I, I just looked at them and I had tears streaming down my face, but I was smiling. I was so happy and I was waving at them and I was like, just go like, I'm just go, just leave. I'm so happy that you're leaving. And eventually they, I just watched them disappear off the horizon and I look over and the wave is like so close. Like it's, it's minutes before this wave is going to crash into the boat. And so I just... I head back to my room. I head back to my apartment. I make myself a cup of tea. I grab my favorite yellow blankie and my favorite book. And I go on the couch and I sit on the couch and I, I get all snuggled up. And I take a sip of my tea and I open up my book. And I just close my eyes and listen to the waves crashing against the boat. And then I woke up. <laughs> yeah that was a dream oh yo I was trying so hard not to cry <laughs> I like I have tears <laughs> in my eyes but yeah that was the dream
our final moments. Um, yeah, that was our final moments. Very sad for me, at least, but also bittersweet and also just yeah it's it deals with my fear of losing family and i'm going to lose my family like that's just something i have to deal with i'm going it's going to happen we human beings aren't meant to live forever life is finite you know and i'm just gonna have to deal with it and I think probably why it was so intense was because how much I'm missing my family right now and how much I really just want to be with them just because you know we only we're only promised today and like I might not be here tomorrow they might not even be here tomorrow and so I just want to like <laughs> I just want to be there with them. I want to eat cow feet with them. I want to see the stars with them one more time, you know? I might not I'm not going to be here forever. <laughs> I don't have that long. So Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a dream. Very depressing. But, you know, and I feel like I was uh, I was a bit selfish in the dream. I don't know. I feel like I was being selfish not letting my dad take that place but I just I literally could not let him like I couldn't I could not let him do it I could not let him sacrifice himself he literally was like I'm gonna sacrifice myself and I said no bitch fuck you I'm sacrificing myself I don't know I don't know why that feels selfish to me but yeah so (laughs) that was a very upsetting dream you should probably take a break. I definitely need a break. So I'm going to get some water, get some snacky snacks, and you should do the same. Get some wadra. Wadra. That's what we're going to call it now. Wadra. Get some wadra. Uh, get some snacky snacks. Get yourself some mm, zebra cakes. If you have zebra cakes, get some zebra cakes. Any form of cake will do. And we'll be back after this quick break. And we are back and ready to rumble. I hope you guys enjoyed that much needed break after that dream. Um, I had some chuda, which is uh, an African rice porridge dish with cream. It's really good. I feel like a lot of cultures have rice porridge dishes. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, because that dream was so sad, <laughs> I decided to get Jay on the podcast she, to help me finish this. She brought dream. me out of my slumber to hit now. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I had to do the ancient ritual, which was so difficult. Yes. Two you eyes did not need that tube. Tube. <laughs> I love the I love the look on your face. He was like you was like a tube. Like you couldn't you couldn't go with the improv moment. You just you just had to question it. And go like, what would I use that for? I don't know. It's the ancient ritual. What would you use that for? <laughs> Oh, of course. Uh, my memory has, has faded after doing the ritual, which takes 10 years. Yes, yes. The tube of of Asgard. 
Wait, was hold used. on. <laughs> <laughs> See, I fucked up the improv. I, I didn't do yes and. Oh lord, yeah, you didn't do yes and, and you didn't accept it. You didn't accept it. You didn't accept it at all. You just you questioned it. No, There's some instant fail because you questioned it. Yes, Hoss Child would definitely beat me up for that. I'm yeah. so sorry, Hoss Child. Yeah. All right. But this wonderful dream. Yes. So we just finished the first dream, which is called Our Final Moments, which was kind of sad. I got emotional. I shed yeah. a tear. So now we can get into our second dream, which is equally um, dark, if not darker. Mm. A little bit sad. But we have Jay here, so maybe he'll brighten up the mood. I'll, or I'll, I'll, he'll try. I was just about to, I was just about to say, <laughs> I'll do what I can. It doesn't really make a difference sometimes. <laughs> he'll, de- he'll definitely do what he can. But the second dream is called Time Capsule. Um, This dream, if you've played the video game, What Remains of Edith Finch? Have you played that? I can't say I have. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it before you even asked me. I was like, I, I hope she doesn't ask because I have no clue what the hell that game it's is. It's okay. It's better that you don't know. But if you've played the game, What Remains of Edith Finch, this dream is heavily, heavily um, inspired by that because I was really obsessed with the game uh, for a while. So I played it a bunch of times. And so then I had a dream that was kind of based on that premise of the video game so i love that i love that your mind just wraps around things and kind of voice crack i love that your mind <laughs> wraps around things and you just uh, 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 yeah <laughs> voice crack i'm still growing people um i love that your mind wraps around things and like keeps it for itself and then like gives you it in little nuggets later on yeah, it does that a lot. You'll definitely see it in future dreams. I think the best example of it is episode one, You Are Memory. That was literally from an episode, my favorite episode of Doctor Who, with this creature called the Vasta Renorata. That entire episode ended up being like the format of one of my favorite dreams by far. Also, Detroit Become Human, there's like a tiny thing with that as well. That actually pops up in a lot of my dreams, but I think that's the only dream I will tell with the Detroit Become Human aspect of it all. But yeah, and I think this might be, sad to say, this may or may not be the last dream with Caden, Zion, Clementine, Winter for a while. Um, Just because the other dreams coming up, uh, actually, I just lied. he's like yeah guys it's the end of an era it's gonna change and and fuck me i lied no No, there's like 30 more (laughs) i just remembered there's one more episode that me and jay pre-recorded that's gonna come after this one that has kaden zion and the crew and that one and then that's probably gonna be it for them for at least a little bit before I'm going to get into other dreams that don't have them in it. Just because in real life, I haven't been hanging out with that crew of people. I don't even think I'm friends with some of them anymore. Don't know. Um, (laughs) Everything is subject to change. (laughs) But yeah. So this is probably going to be the last dream. One of the last dreams besides Locked In where they show up 
and they're gonna kind of be gone but yeah without further ado i think that's all the information you need to know i think it's time to get into time capsule you ready for it jay i believe i am Alrighty, let's get into it. So this dream starts with me in my dorm room back at Poulage in the New York, New York campus. And I'm just kind of chilling in my room, eating ramen, drinking my orange tea. Orange tea is elite, okay? Everyone wants to fight me on it, but a sweet orange tea is so good. And now it's like my go-to drink. So I'm drinking my orange tea. I'm eating my ramen because... <laughs> I'm a broke college student, so that's all I can afford. And I hear a knock on my door. I open my door, and it's Caden, my dear friend. And he's like, hey, um, how could we talk for a moment? And I'm like, yeah, sure, of course, Caden. Come, come right in. Go ahead. So he comes into my dorm room, and he kind of just is just standing there awkwardly. And I'm like, oh, you can sit on the bed or on, on the chair. Go ahead. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I just I I have a favor to ask you and I'm like yeah what's the favor and he's like well you know my my grandma like passed away a couple of months ago and I'm like yeah yeah I'm so sorry about that and he's like yeah you know yeah it's fine it's whatever a little bit about Kaden Kaden is the type of person that's like (laughs) Jay Jay and I are also like this but I think I'm more so like this where he'll he'll stuff will happen to him and he'll just put it in a bottle deep inside his chest and just not deal with it and then the bottle will keep filling up and up and up and then one day a small inconvenience will happen to Caden and he'll just blow up and start like crying and all the things that he had in his little bottle wait is this me (laughs) no it's not you Caden is not you I was just about to to say come on Hal you ain't got to talk about me like that (laughs) (laughs) no this is not you you don't actually been you haven't been in any of my dreams at this point Oh, wonderful. So you show up in a future dream. Oh, shit. But you have, you have not been. <laughs> you have oh, not... Fuck. Actually, you were in that one dream I told you where you died you... in that car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we're going to have to make a whole separate video on that one. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that startled me. That scared the fuck out of me. That scared the heck out of me. You're gonna but yeah, fuck. you, you haven't. <laughs> scared the bejeebies out of me. I mean, can't the use. Bejeezles. The bejeezles can't use the F word. The... Yeah, you can. Oh. I, I, I couldn't remember if that was on the list of things I could say. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I, was, I couldn't remember. I'm like... You haven't been in any of my dreams from like episode one to now. You have never been in any of my dreams. So Caden is not you. Caden is someone else. If you guys can guess who the cast of people are, um, don't. <laughs> I, I was about to say, I was just about to say, I'm like, I don't think they should try and guess and then you're like don't and i'm like okay great wonderful don't if you you think you know just keep it internally huh keep it internally don't don't start guessing but kaden kaden's this type of person where he will just bottle everything inside and then when one tiny inconvenience happens i do this too he'll just blow up and like get really upset that's why i thought you were talking about me because i have my moments i've had my moments definitely where yeah that's I've let everything in the world slides, and then somebody says something, you know. Hey, you heard about that Raiders game? Am I supposed to know everything in the- <laughs> Yeah, that's literally Caden. 
And so, obviously, and his grandmother is literally the most important person in his life. IRL, I don't really know. That That's <laughs> what also made me think you was talking about me because I was like, man, my grandma. Is, I'm like, is she talking about me? I'm like, what the hell is going on? No, this, Loki, he, Kaden could be you in this episode, but he's not. But, yeah, Kaden is basically like his grandmother is so important to him his grandmother basically raised him that's why like, i also thought you were talking about me <laughs> <laughs> it's not you shut I, up i really thought it was me i'm like how is really going in on me no wow. but um so basically Caden's grandmother raised him right he doesn't have a good relationship with either his mom or his dad just mm-hmm. doesn't have a good relationship at all with his parents and so his grandmother raised him and i can tell <laughs> i'm looking at him and Caden is trying really, really hard not to, like, cry. Like, he looks like at any moment he's going to break down and cry. And he's the type of person that doesn't like crying in front of people. Like, he likes to hold... He has, like, a certain image he likes to upkeep. And so, I don't say anything. Like, he, he looks like, um you know, like, when you're trying to hold everything in. And you're like, okay, I'm fine. Yep, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. And then someone comes up to you. And it's like, hey, are you okay? And you go, because <laughs> <laughs> you were trying so hard to keep it in. That's happened to me a couple of times. <laughs> are you fine? <laughs> I had it one time where um, I was just sitting there and I was like, okay, don't cry. Like you're fine. You're you're okay. Everything's okay. And my friend came up to me. He's like, hey, how are you okay? You look really sad. And I was like. And then they went, damn, if you ain't gonna say no, <laughs> you're gonna be like that, then this is forget what I asked. I just started sobbing might. But yeah, that's what Caden looks like right now. And so I, I'm not gonna ask him about it, right? I'm not gonna be like, hey, are you okay? Because he's gonna start crying and I know he doesn't want to cry. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know your grandmother passed away. What's going on? He's like, well, I was wondering if maybe I know winter break's coming around. And you have, like, no obligation to do this for me at all. But I was wondering if you would want to come with me to my grandmother's childhood home and help me pack up her stuff for um, the burial that's coming up. Because I want I want her to be surrounded by stuff that reminds her of home, you know? Like, during her last couple of years, because his grandmother had dementia at this time. So, like, he's, like, during this last couple of years, he kept calling out to, his, to like, her mother. And so I want to just go back to childhood home and grab a couple of things that remind that were like memories of like her old family, you know, before she had to move. And I was like, yeah, of course. I, I I'm, yes, <laughs> I'm not a horrible friend. Yes, of course I'm going to come with you. Yeah, I can come with you. Um, Is it just going to be me? And he's like, oh, no, it's not just going to be you. Um, Like I'm the rest of the crew is going to be there. But I just wanted you to specifically to be there because, you know, my grandmother met you a couple of times you guys talked you know so it, it wouldn't feel right if you weren't there and I was like yeah of course you yes I <laughs> I'll go I wasn't gonna do anything during winter break I was gonna stay at the school and reorganize my sock drawer for the 10th time <laughs> so <laughs> don't worry I'm as we thing. all do however as we all do you know you gotta reorganize the sock drawer mm-hmm. otherwise the sock demon comes and steals your socks I guess. <laughs> I guess that happens. I just get bored. Yeah, that too. I wish a demon <laughs> would pop up in my place. I'm here to take your socks. It's like, man, what you doing in here? Your socks. Your socks. 
Damn, take them. Okay. <laughs> I don't even like those socks. No, I just want one. <laughs> you just looking at the demon weird. But why? You look down, it's just one lone foot. It's like, oh, I guess that's why. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I, I did am not so mean. So sorry. I did not No, even... because why did you have to say that? Like you could have just let me take the sock. You had the question the, me. The demon, now we're in this awkward. <laughs> the demon is like the one spirit from SpongeBob that just has like a little like ghostly tail and he puts a sock on it. Yes. <laughs> Wait, have you not seen that? <laughs> I got a feeling you didn't because you paused for too long and then went, ah, yes. I was like, she doesn't know what I'm talking about, do she? Well, yeah. But anyways, um, <laughs> what was I talking about? We were talking about socks and demons, Howard. Before, oh yeah, we're Caden's <laughs> grandmother dead. We're going to her place. So I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna be organizing my sock drawer. It's fine. Like, don't worry. This is not a big deal for me. And he's like, okay, thank you. Like, I really, really appreciate it. And so Caden's about to leave, but he looks so upset. And so I'm like, no, you're not leaving so fast, sir. No, no, sir. I you will not. I didn't want him to. I didn't want him to leave that upset because someone is gonna come up to him and be like, hey, are you okay? And he's gonna break down. And I don't. One thing that's gonna happen that just ruins everything. <laughs> Yeah, and it's probably going to be, like, someone he doesn't like. It's probably going to be, like, Tiffany. Oh, and, Tiffany. And then she's going to, like, use it against him or some shit like that. But whatever. And so I was like, no, let's... Okay, hey. You know what? When we go to your grandmother's childhood home, we're going to make a whole day out of it, okay? We're going to play, like, some games. We're going to box all of her stuff. We're going to have an amazing time. And then when we're done... We're going to get waffles. And he starts laughing. He's like, I don't even like waffles. And I'm like, well, that sucks for you because that's what we're getting. And it cheers him up a little bit. And I'm like, okay, you can't leave my room until we watch your favorite movie. And he's like, oh, my God, yes, let's watch. And I said, and by favorite movie, I mean my favorite TV show, Lab Rats. And he goes, oh, actually, on second thought, I feel so much better. Like, look at me. I feel so much better. And I'm like, nope, sit your ass down. We're watching Lab Rats. This sounds like also said, like me. <laughs> it sounds because I do it to everyone. As I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, Lab Rats is a cultural reset. You know what? I don't. I don't. I'm actually fine. I don't need to watch Lab Rats. Sit I'm down, Jay. Okay. Bye. Okay. Yep. I'm sitting down. Yep. But yeah, as I mentioned this firstly um, in the beginning of the episode, Lab Rats is a cultural reset, and I will not repeat myself. Okay. Um. So yeah. So. He come, um, we end up watching Lab Rats and like a couple of movies that he likes, and he he leaves my room happy as ever. Well, not as happy, as <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like I don't think happy as ever. Maybe a little bit, you know, better than he was. Yeah, like just in a better mood. So a couple, a few weeks later, we head to his grandmother's childhood home. What Caden forgot to mention. Is that the childhood home was deep in the Louisiana Bayou. Deep, deep, deep inside the Louisiana Bayou. And if you don't know what that is, uh, Jay, explain what the Louisiana Bayou is. Why did I have a feeling you were going to try to toss it to me? Because you're like, I don't know how to explain bayous. So I'm going to give it to the person who's probably spent a lot of time in a bayou. And... (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just saying, don't pass it to me. Don't pass it to me. She passes it to me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Who else am I gonna pass it to? There's I don't. I don't freaking know, but I would hope not Jay. But okay, I'll, I'll do the best I can because yes, I have had experiences in bayous. I guess I have, but I don't want to say I have because it makes me look like I'm just out in bayous on a freaking boat talking about all right what we're doing we're gonna go out there to these bayous and we're gonna like i'm doing stuff like that <laughs> like, like i'm just in a swamp boat just <laughs> with a gun and a yeah right yes, there, we're gonna go up in that bayou get us some alligators like i'm out there hunting hunting wild beasts and alligators and stuff all right you see the gun thing, thing over there let's get it up Grab your twelve gauge and we're gonna go around and I'm like, get it. Like, I'm, no, that's not me. But <laughs> yes, a bayou is basically like a swampland area with like trees that are like in these like pond-like waters, and it's real muggy and it's nasty and, and muddy and stuff. And there's like little patches of grass that float on the water, so it's kind of like it looks like it's land. But it's not because it's covered in water, like it's muddy underneath and muggy and stuff. And sometimes there's, you know, there's alligators, maybe crocodiles and snakes and all this stuff. And it's like tree land, uh, uh, trees or whatever that's in water. And it's like, you know, a lot of people may go hunting for alligators or other things because there's a lot of wildlife in there. And, you know, they're mainly in the Louis the southern areas, you know, Louisiana and stuff, you know, Mississippi, you know, other other places like that. You know, it's 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 for some people they like we love it. For other people they like it's terrifying and terrible. <laughs> it is. In this instant it was terrifying and terrible because he didn't tell us that. I was thinking, oh, we're going to his granny's childhood home. It's gonna be like a quaint little cottage or something like that. No. And it ended up becoming deliverance. <laughs> no, for real. For real. And we're like and it's like treading. Like we have walking sticks kind of treading into the the bayou and eventually we see this house. And this house is bonkers. The house looks like Jenga. That's the best way I can describe it. It's like this giant, huge house. And then like a second house built on top of it that's leaning over all the way to the top. So, okay, let me see if I can describe this a little better. So there's the base house, right? Which Mm -hmm. looks like a regular house. And then on top of that, there was like for some reason they built an extension to the house on top of it so it looks like a chimney a giant tower on top of the house yeah that's kind of like the stuff you see in louisiana and mississippi somebody put a trailer on a trailer or put a (laughs) put a motorhome on a motorhome connected to some other stuff or i've seen because it's also flood land so they might put like four big like logs standing up uh vertical or whatever and they'll sit the house on some sticks so like water can't get to it but it looks weird because it's on sticks so at any time somebody can knock out the logs or sticks or two by fours or whatever and the house Mm -hmm. would topple over so it makes sense yeah except this one didn't (laughs) because there was a bridge at the 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 second house that was on top of it that's leaning slightly mm-hmm. had a bridge connecting to a third section that was even taller than the two sections combined on top of that that also had um this sounds like some treehouse stuff like yeah, some it, like it, some kid next door type stuff no literally it's exactly <laughs> like that it's humongous and it's all and it's like it's kind of scary looking a little bit mm-hmm. because 
the house has been there so long that like nature's been like kind of overtaking it a little bit slightly so Caden's grandmother is 70 70 70 years old when she died she was 70 so she was born in the 1950s and her parents were born in 19 1917 so they've been in that house forever yeah basically so and she like ended up abandoning the house around 2010 ish so like it's just been in the bayous for that long where was she at it's a long story. We're gonna get there. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> for some reason, trying to jump all ahead. Kaden, <laughs> all Kaden knows is that for some reason, she was taken out of the house by his parents forcefully. Hmm. Um, she didn't want to leave the house. They had to force her out of the house, and so, yeah. Uh, another thing, um, Kaden's parents refused to help him not only help him get the stuff needed for this funeral coming up, but they also forbade him from going. They said, do not step into that house. What, whatever you do, do not go back to that house. There's a reason why we left. And he's like, look, grandma deserves like a proper burial. And in her final moment, she was literally all she was saying was like, mommy, I want my mommy, you know, cause that final stage of dementia it's if you've ever had someone in your life with dementia it is very hard they're like re- they're like losing all of their memories and everything but in her final moments all she wanted with her mo- was her mother and so Kaden wants to do her justice and get her something to remind her of her mother that's it like that's all he wants to do and that's what she deserves and he's like yo y'all being fucking assholes come on like grandma deserves this like she was amazing she raised me right so they get to this giant house and the crew that's there is me, Caden, obviously, it's his grandmother, Zion, Winter, Clementine, and two other people, uh, Lana and Noel, who are like a couple. They're like they're kinda like that couple, you know, like the power couple. <laughs> they're kinda that- like that couple where you kinda you know, you gotta whack them in the head to like get them to get off of each other and stuff every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was I, just guessing once you said that couple. I'm like, oh, that couple. I love you. No, I love you. No, I like love you. Oh my that, god, I love you so much. I just They're like that couple that are like everyone's like, Oh my god, they're so cute. They're gonna like be like college sweethearts. But they like broke up like four times. <laughs> and like their relationship lasts as long as my battery. It's cause you won't get a new phone. Um, anyway, that was <laughs> R to the U to the D to the E. That was rude. Get a new phone now. Didn't ask for your opinion. Your phone no. is stuck. I don't even. I got a new phone case, Jay. I got that a new phone case. It doesn't change anything, Howa. It changes it for me. You can't do anything with that phone. I can do so. You've had that phone that. ever since Reagan was president. That was. That was not funny. <laughs> That was not funny. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> they get to the house. They get to the house. So like I said, the house is this weird tree house construction. It's super convoluted. And Clementine said, like, looks at the house and she goes, no, I'm not going in there. 
it's haunted. It's definitely haunted. And we all look at Clementine I'm like, bitch. <laughs> be, con- be considerate. I am being be considerate. Be considerate. She's <laughs> like, sorry, but look at it. Like, it looks haunted. <laughs> it looks like there's ghosts in there. And like, Hayden <laughs> hears her and is just ignoring her. He's like, mm. anyways. And he goes, okay, let's let's um go in. It's definitely eccentric, just like grandma. So it's definitely great. And so he goes to unlock the door, try to unlock the door, but he can't because the key, the keyhole that's there, there has been like weeds have like grown through the keyhole, so he can't unlock it. And he's like, fuck, great. And Noelle's like, hey, there's like a doggy hole. Not not doggy hole. A what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> I almost said something totally different. Not a doggy hole. A doggy door. There's a glory hole over here. It's like, no, that's not. What was grandmother doing? No. <laughs> no. Doggy, doggy door. door. Doggy He's door. like, there's a doggy door near the garage. Why don't just one of us crawl through it and unlock the door? And we're like, that's a great idea, Noel. And he's like, hey, I just suggested it. I'm not saying I should do it. And he's like, well, the one who sees it does it. So get your ass through the doggy door. He gets through the doggy door, unlocks the door. We go in. and <laughs> So simple, like, so easy. Didn't even struggle. Didn't even like get his pants dirty. No, because he's lanky. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> So he's like a marionette. So he's fine. So he gets through the doggy door. We go in. We turn on the lights. Miraculously, the lights still work. I don't know how, but they do. So someone's been paying the light bill. Don't know who. But we go in, and it's like we're transported to the 1900s. Like, legit. Nothing has been touched in this house for years. Like, there's an old-fashioned car in the garage still. Tools and everything. They have, that like, that old-fashioned radio. Just there, and we're yeah. just looking around. Cassette players, old Macintosh yeah. computers. Yeah, everything. And so Fubu. we're just looking around, and we're like, oh, this is, like, insane. I'm like, I feel like we just went into a time machine. And there was even this weird thing. <laughs> this is, like, completely weird, but, like, my brain just made this up. Where they had, like, hot fries, but it was, like, a two-in-one. It was, like, old hot fries. No, no, it was, it was like, hot fries. <laughs> But, like, you had, they had, like, a spice, like, a dip? container where you have to put the spice in the bag and, like, shake it, and then it's hot fries. That's what my brain was like, we're in the, we're in the 1900s. They probably have that instead of regular No, fries. they didn't have shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> you think they was back in the day talking about hot fries. You get, <laughs> you get the fries, you get the hot, and you mix it together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First of all, what's fries? <laughs> they don't even know what fries are at that time. They like hot fries. What a fries, sir! Hell, if I know, just shake it on there and eat it. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Where's my slaves that created this? I don't know. It, my brain said you like hot fries. Nineteen hundred hot fries. Let's put this in here. Steampunk yeah, okay. hot fries. Basically, and so. I don't know why, but Noel Noel's weird. Noel just ate them, and I said, "You're gonna die, Noel." So old. Is... They're from slavery times. And he's like, mm. "Kind of stale," and he just kept eating them. Kind of like, stale. Kind of stale, sir. Yeah, you, as you know, 
<laughs> He's like, it's actually not that bad. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, really, Lana, you could have done better, but whatever. Um, so we like look around the house. We're looking in the garage, and we walk into the house. Go into the house, and it looks like a tornado went through the living room. And so, Caden wasn't lying when they he said that his parents had to force his grandma out of the house because there are like dishes crashed on the floor there's just like um old chinese takeout everywhere Mm. the dishes haven't been done like stacks of stuff like clearly stuff has been thrown the chairs have been overturned nothing has been touched Mm. since that event absolutely nothing and so it's a little bit eerie and obviously me and clemmy are sitting there allergic to dust achoo 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 and Clementine's like, oh, can we just like hurry up and get out of here? It's like really creepy. And again, we're like, Clemmy. And even Kenan's like, no, she's right. It's it's a little bit creepy in here. Let's just, let's just get the stuff and go. And we're like, okay, yeah, okay, well, let's do that. And then we're gonna get waffles. And so we start walking around, and Kaden stops abruptly, and he's looking at this photo. And we're like, what's what's up, Kaden? And he's, he's like, that's, that's weird. My mom told me that grandma was an only child. And we're like, okay. So then what's weird about it? And he's like, there's four people in this photo. And we go look. And there's a photo of a woman and a man. And then um, a younger and four children. Right? And so, obviously, one of them is the grandma. Because we know grandma's name is Ebony. So, there's Ebony. And then there's a little baby named Annie. Then there's a sister named uh, Tiny. And then there's a brother named Ezekiel. All four of them. And she, he's like, that's... No, my, my grandma... <laughs> my grandma is a very honest person. You know that, how? And I'm like, yeah, she, she tells the truth. Especially when she really shouldn't be telling the truth sometimes. <laughs> Just like when she was like, that hair's crazy, Howa. And I was like, I did not need to hear that. I was I like, really shut up, you old woman. I'll do it how I want to do it. <laughs> Let me have neon green hair. But um, he's like, my my grandma would never lie to me. Why? There, she had siblings. Hey, this is really weird. Let, let's just go to... Let's just go to the parents' room and get this over us. So we walk up the stairs. The stairs are these, like, winding stairs, and they creak every time you step on them. Like, I thought I was going to fall through. I didn't, thank God. (laughs) That would have been a different dream. But we walk up the stairs, and we go to the rooms, and we see that there are four rooms, right? Just three rooms, sorry. There's three rooms. And these three rooms, no, four, no, there's four. (laughs) I fucked up again. Four rooms. And the problem with these four rooms are that they're all sealed shut, completely sealed shut. And the only thing on the room is a little peephole and a little plaque. And so he walks up to the first room and it goes, um, Annie, born 1937, died 1938. And we're like, okay. And 
all you can do is look through the people. So we look through the people and we just see a tiny room that looks like a nursery. And we're like, okay. Then we go to the next people and it's Will and Grace. Um, 1917 to 1964. And we're like, okay, that's strange. Another people, you can only look through people through the room. Then we have Tamika or Tiny. Born 1949 to 1960. Only can look through the people. And then finally, we have Ezekiel, born 1950 to 1961. And Kaden's like, oh, my grandma was born in 1950. She goes, oh, okay, maybe that's like her brother then. Obviously, it's her fucking brother, duh. <laughs> but like, he's like, oh, yeah, that's my brother. And we're like, okay, well, how the fuck do we get into the room? We need to get into the room. All these rooms are completely sealed with death dates. And a lot of these death dates are very concerning. Like, Annie lived a year? And Tamika lived, or Tiny, lived till she was, like, a teenager? Like, these, these are really weird. And so we're like, okay, how the fuck do we get into these rooms? And so Winter's like, oh, hey, look, there's... There's a, there, this room is open. So we go into this room. It's open. There's a little book. Noel opens the book and there's a little hatch. So he opens the hatch and the hatch opens up leading to Will and Grace's room. Wow. That was convenient. Guys, let's just go through the freaking hatch. We go through the freaking hatch and we walk into Will and Grace's room and it is Literally, just imagine the most stereotypical 19, like, 1930s, 19, like, 60s room. Like, with the two fucking beds and, like, yeah. NSYNC everything. And NSYNC posters and Lil J. <laughs> no, we're talking about parents. <laughs> we're talking about the parents. My parents, they would not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, the two beds, like, just very, like, vintage. Yeah, all very like, old brick and all this stuff. Yeah. Cast so iron stuff. Around. And again, nothing has been touched. There's even, like, um an old birthday cake just just there, like, perfect, perfectly preserved. Because this room is freezing cold. Nothing I don't has think it touched. would be perfectly pre- preserved. <laughs> I mean, it would look great. Would it actually taste great is another story. <laughs> Well, no one tried it. I mean, Noel tried it. Noel. <laughs> I'm like, somebody, that Noel's going to try it. He tried them fake hot chip Cheeto thingies. You make your own Cheetos. He tried those, and those were like damn near 100 years old. So I'm pretty sure he's going to try the 100 the year old birthday cake. Yeah, he's weird. But whatever. He got issues. But we're like looking around the room and it's like even has that like um pink shaggy carpet I was in at that time. Um, just like it's super vintage. And then all of a sudden Clementine screams, right? Just lets out a loud scream. And we're like, What's wrong? And she goes, They're still here. And we're like, What do you mean they're still here? And she goes And she's like pointing <laughs> at the the beds. We go over to the beds and sure enough. The mummified bodies of Will and Grace are in the room with everything. And so, obviously, we're all like, what the fuck? And so, we, like, are freaking out. We're like, 
We're like, what the, Caden, what, what is this? What's going on? What, what's happening? And he's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know anything about this. I really don't know. And so Lana picks up a letter and is like, reads it. And he goes, well, I know how they died. Uh, carbon monoxide poisoning with, there was something wrong with one of the, the lanterns. It, it fucked up. They died that way. And she's like, what? Wait, but... <laughs> What's wrong? Wait, I'm sorry. I'm confused. Either, either my mind went off or I'm just tired. You you said one of the... <laughs> it, made, it made sense for a second and then I went back. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you, said, you said carbon monoxide poison? Duh. Yeah. And then you said it was because the lamp? Yeah, because it was one of those old timey lanterns. From (laughs) Carl. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a dream. It doesn't make sense, but it was just a dream. I was was so confused. I was was with you. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I thought about it. I'm like, Wait, what the what what the fuck? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. How did those are made to be in houses? Why why did they give them carbon? What the hell? <laughs> it's like I don't know. Actually, it, we'll that, get into that a little bit later. Wait, what was it? it? Motorized? Did it have a motor in it? Oh, maybe with a V eight engine and then I don't know. Forget it. Forget I said anything. I don't know. But that's <laughs> what happened. It was carbon monoxide. Mm. Um but Lana's like, hey, didn't you say your mom was born in the 1950s? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, well, they died in 1967. And they're like, he's like, what? She goes, yeah. So, I mean, unless, <laughs> was she like taken out of the house? The face she made, like, yeah. So, somebody lying here. <laughs> he's like, no, it was more like, so that means your grandmother was with the dead body of your parents for how many years? Just living here? And he was like, I, look, I don't want to think about that. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like, damn, that's fucked up. We got to leave immediately. I don't want to think about that, guys. I got a lot of stuff going on in my life. Let's just continue to do what we set out here to do. <laughs> yeah, and everyone else is like, no, I think we should investigate further. <laughs> Both of y'all are wrong. <laughs> what the- <laughs> guys, I think we should do this. We, we, we just got to get through. No, we need to investigate. My black ass is somehow teleporting into your dream. What are y'all doing? Get the hell up out of here. <laughs> no. Leave like, now. <laughs> We were like, let's investigate because this timeline's not making sense. So either grandma was lying or grandma's parents were weird. So let's investigate. And he's like, okay, fine. Let's investigate. Whatever. I don't care. So we go through the bathroom of the bed of the parents' bedroom mm-hmm. and there's another little hatchet. So we open the hatchet and it leads to the secret stairway that goes to Annie's room, which was the baby. And so we go into Annie's room and again, completely untouched. Nothing. Like her there was still a bottle with milk in the in the cradle. Is that how you say? What? Milk in the cradle? Yeah. 
what babies are in. Oh, yeah. But why did you say milk in the cradle? Oh, like a bottle of milk in the... Yeah. There's, okay, yeah. There was still a bottle of milk in the cradle. Yeah. In the I thought cradle. you were trying to baby bottle and you'd call it a cradle. I'm like, no, the cradle no, is a no. no, they went into Annie's room. That was the next room they went into, yes. Annie's room. And there was still milk in the cradle, right? And so Sour. everything has been... Un, like nothing's been touched and the wallpaper is this beautiful elaborate like zoo paper and we're all just like sitting here just kind of like sad because we saw the date Annie only lived a year <laughs> so something happened and so we go through it and again there's another piece of paper in the cradle Z- Zion opens it and reads it and he like covers his mouth and like starts to tear up. And we're like, what's wrong? And he goes, these parents are disgusting. These parents are absolutely disgusting. <laughs> like, these are horrible people. And we're like, what? What What happened? Like, what? what's going on? And he explains that in the letter, because firstly, he looks in the cradle again. And sure enough, the, there's a mummified baby in, in there. There's a mummified baby there. And he reads the letter. And these parents were we're cleaning Annie, baby Annie, in the bathtub, and the mother left to go do something. The father was out of the house, and the mother quickly left and left the baby unattended, and the baby ended up drowning in the bathtub. And so, instead of doing what normal people would do, <laughs> and obviously mourn this loss, you were very, you had a absence of negligence or whatever. Fine, whatever mourn the loss, bury the baby, they decided to make her bedroom a memorial to her, to their lost baby, leave everything untouched the way it was for her, sealed the bedroom completely, and leave it as that. Just an untouched memory, completely. And the only way they could relive this memory was to look through the people. And they just left, they mummified their baby and just left it there. Wow. <laughs> Jay's disgusted. He can't see Jay's face, but he's like, what the fuck? He's some nasty motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, not even just nasty. Just like deranged. Like, why? Uh, like but I that's, said, he's some nasty motherfuckers. <laughs> that's what they did. They probably and, stink. Like, but Kaden is there. <laughs> Be serious, <laughs> I was thinking because I'm, I'm thinking logically because I'm getting the I'm getting it all in my head thinking about like this house and the smell and things that just left and stuff and I'm like uh-uh this this stuff can't be right <laughs> you're like yeah man I don't, I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know what it smelled like but it can't be great no, obviously not. Luckily, I can't smell in my dreams, so it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Those receptors are turned off. Yeah, they are. But at this point, Caden is, like, disgusted. He doesn't know what to do. He's, like, really grossed out. But he needs to know. Like, his grandmother kept this. His grandmother and his parents kept this hidden from him. That his his grandmother had four siblings, and they died. And they just kept that completely hidden. Like, he had, he had like, other siblings. And so he's like, we have to keep going through this. And we're all like, are you sure, Kaden? Like, 
this this might be too much. Maybe we can still leave. We can still get waffles. And he's like, I need to see it, okay? I need to see all of it, please. What the And f- we're like, <laughs> okay. We can leave. We can get waffles. Bitch, who think about waffles at a time like that? <laughs> no. He's like, I need, I need to see the other rooms. I need to know what happened. And we're like, okay. And so there's, again, another little hatch. We go through the hatch. And we're taken to Tamika's room, Tiny. And her room literally is a room of, like, an artist. Like, clearly Tamika wanted to be an artist. She probably was the one who uh, painted. Actually, no, she wasn't the one. But, like, she. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that she was a great painter, great artist, and she wanted to. Wait a second, this ain't her room. Never mind. <laughs> Went in the no, wrong room. I was going to say she painted Annie's room, but Annie was born before her. So she didn't paint Annie's room. So. But, like, Tamika's, her entire room is, like, filled with art. Like, art that she made. And it's really good. Like, she was, like, she was going to be an artist. And so, there's, like, a little diary entry. And, again, her mummified body is in her bed, like, tucked in and everything. They open the diary entry. And it basically, the way she died was um, the parents, Will and Grace, left. Because Will had an injury. And they left Tamika home alone to deal with the injury, right? And so they left, and when they came back, they found Tamika dead. They don't know what happened, but they know that someone, I don't, they don't know if someone broke in the house and killed her. They don't know if she did it to herself, but when they came home, they found her dead. That's it. And so, yeah, Clementine's like, this family's cursed. Like, it seems like everyone's dying from like strange reasons and zion's like are they cursed or are they just a very negligent family like all these deaths like they could have been prevented right prevented Mm -hmm. and he's like you could have he for example the mom shouldn't have left their little baby in the tub by herself and they shouldn't have left their child home alone with the door unlocked that could have let an intruder come in and kill the daughter like these things these things seem like basic things and so like obviously zion and clementine they're always arguing so they start arguing being like is is it a curse is it this is it that and kaden is like i don't care i need to get to the final room i just need to see the final room so they there's obviously another hatch they climb up and they realize they're at the like top part of the building right they get to the top part of the building And they get into Ezekiel's room. Uh, The problem is, Ezekiel didn't share this room by himself. He shared that room with Ebony. Because Ezekiel and Ebony are twins. And so, they go into the room. And the room is split in half. So, Ezekiel's half and Ebony's half. And Ezekiel... Ezekiel was wanted to be in the military. He wanted to be a military militia, right? That's like his dream. I feel like a lot of little boys want to be in the military, like when they're little, because they're like, "Oh wow, it's amazing," you know. Sadly, but, yes. <laughs> yeah. So his bedroom, his parents made his side of the bedroom look like a fort, like a fort 
Lauderdale type. Thing, <laughs> he right? made like, his he made his room look like Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah, like a giant <laughs> fort with all the woods, and like um even on the walls um I think Tamika or Tiny would like painted pictures of both Ezekiel and Ebony as their certain things. So on the left side of the room it was a fort and on the right side of the room ebony obviously every little girl ebony wanted to be a princess so her side of the room was a giant castle so like the way to her bed it was like a loft and it was a giant castle right and on her side of the bed like there's a picture of her painted by tiny of her being like a little princess and then in the middle of the room there was this like you know how like some parents will measure their kids Mm -hmm. so they have that and it's these two pictures of ezekiel and ebony side by side getting measured and you see that ezekiel stops at like five like at four foot he stops at four foot entirely while ebony keeps going and so (laughs) we're all like oh god this is horrible and so we walk up to his, like, little fort and go to his bed. And obviously, like everyone else, his body is there, right? And we read the little, like, obituary, basically. All these are, like, basically, like, weird obituaries. And so we read his, and it's like, what happened to Ezekiel was one day he was on the roof. He's a child. He shouldn't be on the roof. But he was doing stupid kid stuff and his mom was like oh come home like come come inside the house for dinner and he's like in a minute mom in a minute <laughs> i'm having fun on top of the house no basically that's what happened and he fell and cracked his head and so i didn't mention this before but in the beginning when we like went to the house we did see a blood stain on the floor and so that's where he fell so they didn't even have the 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 clean it to just clean it everything that happens stays like they don't they don't change anything and so after that happened they roped off ezekiel's side of the room and made ebony still live in that same room until she was 18 and eventually she left and so we're all sitting there and like i mentioned in the beginning of the episode a relationship between twins is so much different than regular siblings so, you know me, I was getting a little emotional. I was like, uh-huh, this is so sad. Your um, twin was just sitting there like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, eh. Yeah. But, yeah, I was just like, fuck. And so, we finally, there's like, obviously the second part of the house, right? The big bridge part. We find our, we somehow find a way to get to that part. It was a lot of climbing. And shit, not gonna get into it, but we get to that part. <laughs> Just know it was a lot of climbing. Noel almost made me fall, and I kicked him in the butt. That's what he gets. And then we get to the other part of the house, and this part was built like later on. So the rest of the house was all during like the 1970s, 17, 1917. From like 1961 that house was built like from there but then the second part of the house was built in like the 90s and so on and so we go into this second part of the house and this is where ebony was living the entire time 
like she had left the house, you know, lived her life, had kids, all of that. And then she eventually went back to the house for some reason. She was clearly drawn back to the house. She built a whole second place for her to live in. And she was living there until 2010 when she was eventually dragged out. And so we all, and it's so sad. (laughs) It's so sad. But we all go back into the kitchen and they're kind of, and Caden is completely distraught. He's like, why would, why would, why would they hide this from me? I don't understand. How could they hide this from me? Like, why would, why would they try to like, I don't, I don't get why they do this. Why, why would they do this? Like, I don't understand. Like, why? And we're like, well, it's clear that Will and Grace had some weird ways of mourning. It's <laughs> one way to put it. <laughs> um, definitely weird. But hey, like you know, like obviously they weren't the best parents. A little bit abusive. A little bit abusive. A little bit abusive. A little bit abusive, and had some str- strange ways, and it clearly affected the way. Your grandmother was raising everything, especially losing all of her siblings at once. Maybe she wanted to tell you, but she, like, couldn't, you know? Like, it's just something she couldn't tell you. And he's like, "I it doesn't make any sense. And coming time, like, okay, Kaden, I know this is a lot for you. I understand this is really difficult. But we came here to get stuff to remind your grandmother of... Her mother, okay? So can we just get this and then go, all right? And Caden was like, and obviously this is Caden's snapping point, obviously. He's like, Clementine, don't you understand, like, the severity of this fucking situation? Like, can you stop being self-centered for one second? For once in your life? And Clementine goes, (laughs) obviously Clementine gets, like, really emotional. She's like, how could you say that? And we're like, Clementine... Shut up for two seconds, please. And so he's just quiet and he's thinking for a really long time. And he's like, I don't think we should move anything. And we're like, you don't want to bring something to your grandmother for a funeral? And he goes, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. It's clear that they wanted to memorialize everything. They haven't touched anything. Nothing's been moved. You know, they clearly sealed everything off so it can be a memorial. I don't want to touch anything because it would be disrespectful. There's dead people (laughs) laying here. I don't want to disrespect the dead. I don't want to take something and bring it to my grandma. I want to bring my grandma here. This is what she would have wanted. She would have wanted to be laid to rest here with the rest of her family. And we're like, yeah, I made that face too. I was like, are you sure? I don't think that's a good idea and he goes look i don't want to make the same mistake she made okay i don't want to make the same mistake my entire family made burying something that's clearly alive there's clearly something here okay and i can't just pretend like it doesn't exist and i think she would want to be with her brother and sisters and we're like okay it's your choice i can i I can disagree, but it's at the end of the day, it's your fucking choice. See, I can't. see that's where that whole thing kind of separates. It's like, you know, 
It's, it's your opinion, man. If you feel that, that I'll be like, man, are you crazy? <laughs> we gotta burn this place to the ground. This, this is like this is like some pet cemetery stuff, man. We gotta we gotta take a flamethrower and burn all this down. And like, no, because this is what my grandmother would. Forget your grandma, man. We got man. I'm about to leave this place. I'm about to leave all y'all. Y'all can get waffles on your own. I'm about to leave y'all. Waffles are out of the picture. Right yeah, now. they okay. should have been out of the picture. <laughs> We're not getting waffles, but he's nobody's like, going I, to the Waffle House. I want to. I want. I think it'd be best to lay her here with the rest of her family. Kiss my black ass. And we're like, okay, if that's what you want. <laughs> all right, <laughs> if you say so. I've seen these movies because before. clearly, despite it all being weird, like the parents put a lot of care with these little memorials, right? They left everything the way it was. It's kind of like um, when like missing children go away and mm-hmm. the parents will just leave the room completely untouched mm-hmm. hoping one day their child will just come back mm-hmm. it's, they kind of did the same thing except they put a mummified corpse there yeah <laughs> doesn't doesn't make it okay you know murderers, t- okay. murderers tend to do that also you know they make nice rooms and you know stuff you know jigsaw did that for like you know damn near 10 years so yeah, it's not, 10, it's not 20 good. Years. I never said it was good, Mike. It's just that it's just the way they did it. It's so we're like, it, it's like okay, if you want to do that, we'll do that. So it cuts to a couple of weeks later, and they bring Grandma Ebony to the room that Ezekiel's in, Ezekiel's room, and they put her in her little bed, uh, and they like kind of sad but they even take like a crown like they like put her in like a nice like princess dress and they like <laughs> got her. it sounds funny but it was it was sad in the dream but... no yeah no I, I i i get the sentiment it's just my mind immediately thought of a big yellow dress <laughs> it was yellow. <laughs> it was yellow and pink. I thought of it one because you like yellow, and two because that was just the first princess that I thought of. And like big princess dresses, bright yellow. Like, they oh. put her in like a pink and yellow dress, and they like laid her to rest. And then Caden grabs a crown and he puts it on top of her head, and he goes, "Well, now you're a pretty princess." And at that moment, he just starts bawling his eyes out because he find he he lost the one person that like raised him and actually cared for him. His parents don't give a fuck about him. <laughs> like they didn't they didn't even care that his grandma like died. Like his mom's mom died, and she didn't give a fuck. She was just like, okay, well, let me know when the life insurance like goes through. Like they did not care. <laughs> they did not care. So he lost the one person that actually cared for him that actually raised him that actually loved him and so he just breaks down and we all just huddle around him and we start like comforting him it'd be like like that it'd be like that sometimes that the whole you know person just died and they're just like you know let me know when that check cash you know what's in the wheel that's mine you know they're already trying to divvy up shit and it's like did we forget that a person died come on no for real so like Caden starts like he finally lets it out he starts crying like, just sobbing his eyes out. And we all just, like, like it's the type of sob where, like, he fell to the floor. Like, he was holding this in. <laughs> I don't know how long he's been holding in, but he just starts crying. And we all, like, run around him, and we just start comforting him. And then I woke up. <laughs> That's the end of the journey. <laughs> no burning the place to the ground? 
No, it, it stays as a, it stays as a time capsule, just of the past. So yeah, that was my dream. <laughs> See, I would have had to call this episode "Let It Burn" because I would have set it on fire. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? It's obviously a memorial for. gasoline all over the place. What are you doing? Get off me, woman. <laughs> and everything on fire. What are you doing? I gotta burn this place around. I've seen horror movies. I know that they're all about to pop up out of nowhere and try to eat my flesh. Mm-mm. No, they're, they 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 were long. <laughs> You're like, like bone. <laughs> like what? Hey, I've like, seen zombies pop. <laughs> I've seen zombies pop up with nothing. No, but yeah, that was the dream of that was the two dreams for the episode that have to do with family. 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 It's all Passion. about all about family. All about family, and, and obviously cards. they're both. They're both pretty sad. Hopefully, Jay made the second part a little bit happier. <laughs> That's not the right terminology. A little bit cheerful. <laughs> Hopefully, he made it not as dead. Oh, God. No. Not, not as gruesome. Not as not grim? As... Not as... Oh, Lord. This is hard. <laughs> Hopefully he found a way to laugh through the pain. <laughs> hopefully That's they got my model. Hopefully they got what I was feeling. You know, <laughs> hopefully people aren't like he just wasn't getting it with it being you know like a memorial. No, I I get everything she said. I totally do. You know, I I've you know seen all these type of things because you know we've we've watched we watch a lot of films. We watch a lot of movies. You know, we we see even reality shows and reality things where things happen like this, and people will be like, "Yeah, this is how I want it," and then people will be looking like, "What are you? What? what are you serious right now?" And that <laughs> and that person is me. I'm sitting there with my mouth open, like, "Are you serious right now? Like, what? What is? <laughs> no!" And everybody's like, "No, this is what we wanted. This is what she wanted." It's like. I, Huh? That's me. Yeah. Kaden would have beat you up. (laughs) (laughs) And I would have gave him a good fight as I was leaving. (laughs) Where are you going? I'm going to get waffles. (laughs) I'm going to get waffles. I'm going to get the waffles. A lot sadder in the dream, probably because um, IRL, I've never seen Kaden cry. Just like my dad, I've never seen him cry ever. So just seeing him so distraught and so upset because he's such a cool common collected person IRL that seeing him so distraught and like such a mess was like weird and like really sad um also just the just the idea that someone loses like everything like their 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 siblings their parents at such a young age and then are just forced to live in that house <laughs> until they're 18 so they can finally move out is is like i don't even know how i would react in that situation but that's also like i don't know it freaking sucks thank you so much for staying up with us be sure to follow us on instagram at underscore it's just a dream podcast there's a lot of good stuff on there i finally started posting on it so if you want dream facts if you want teasers to the new episodes if you want to vote on what dreams are even told on the podcast 
that's where you want to go. If you have any crazy or wild dreams that you want us to analyze, email them to us at it's just a dream podcast two at gmail.com. Again, it's just a dream podcast two at gmail.com. Or you can send a voice note on Anchor and we might be able to share them in future episodes. Anything you want to say, Jay? Nah, y'all just be safe out there. The world crazy, you know. You know, I just want to give a shout out to my cousin Ray Ray and them. You know, let them know that I love. <laughs> no, no, nothing much. Just you know, everybody be safe, and I hope you all, you know, dream well. Yes, we hope we. <laughs> it's not a podcast if I didn't have a script. <laughs> I love that you were so confident in your strokeisms. You were like, yeah, and we just have da ba did, yep, mm hmm, da ba da 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 ba da. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. And with that being said, sweet dreams. Sleep tight. I love you. Good night. We'll see you soon. Till we dream again. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. 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 Yeah.